Section 5. Services for people with dementia. In this section, key points. Services for people with dementia, where to go for support, how to access social care, and services for younger people. Key points. Services for people with dementia. There is support available to help you live well and stay independent for as long as possible. The main sources of information and support are the NHS, social services, private companies and charities and not-for-profit organisations. Services available can vary from region to region. To find services in your area, start by contacting your GP, local memory service or local authority, council, social services department. You could also try Alzheimer's Society, Citizens Advice or NHS Choices. Organisations such as Alzheimer's Society, Dementia UK, Age UK and Carers UK can support people with dementia, their families and carers in a range of ways. These include dementia support workers and support groups, telephone helplines and information materials. There are contact details in Section 9. There is lots of support available from health and social care professionals such as community nurses, dementia support workers and occupational therapists. If you need non-medical support at home, such as help with cooking, the first step is to ask the social services department of your local authority for a needs assessment. Social services will draw up a care or support plan with you that says how you would like your needs to be met. They may ask you to pay for some services. All local authorities in England are now using a system called personal budgets. This may be received in the form of a direct payment. This is money that is paid straight to you that you can use for different types of care and support. There are some services specifically designed for younger people with dementia. Your memory clinic, GP or local Alzheimer's Society can tell you what is available in your area. Where to go for support. Finding out you have dementia can be daunting and raises many questions about the future. Asking for help can be difficult, particularly if you've always been independent. You might not feel you need it straight away, but it can be useful to know that a wide range of information and support is available when you do. There is lots of support out there that can help you. For example, by going to a support group, you can meet people in a similar situation and share your feelings, experiences and useful information. This can help you to enjoy a good quality of life. There is also support that can help you to live in your own home for longer if you want to. You will probably know to contact your GP about your health, but you might not know as much about the social care and support that your local authority, council, can offer. It can provide or arrange different types of non-medical care and help. Some services are free, but you may have to pay for others depending on your income and savings. The way that care and support are delivered is changing. Within England in particular, there is a move towards much closer working between the NHS, social care and other organisations. You might find that you visit a hub where lots of different professionals work together, rather than go to your usual GP practice. The things that matter most to you should be at the heart of all discussions. You may find that if you have several different long-term conditions, you get help with all these in one visit rather than needing lots of different appointments.
National Health Service, NHS. Most people will have already used health services through the NHS, such as a GP or a specialist, for example a consultant. You may also have attended a memory clinic. Services provided by the NHS are free. There are a wide range of NHS professionals who can help, such as GPs, medical specialists, such as psychiatrists for mental health, geriatricians for physical illness of older people, and neurologists for diseases of the brain and nerves. Nurses, such as practice nurses, district or community nurses, community psychiatric or community mental health nurses, and specialist dementia nurses, such as admiral nurses. Occupational therapists. They help you maintain everyday skills. In some areas, they are accessed through social services, not the NHS. Psychologists. For detailed assessment of memory problems and other mental abilities, support with changes in behaviour and talking therapies, such as CBT. Audiologists for hearing, optometrists for sight, dentists for teeth and oral health, physiotherapists for exercise and mobility, chiropodists for feet, speech and language therapists, they can also help with problems related to swallowing, counsellors for talking therapies, dietitians for advice on diet and nutrition. Social services and social care. Social services can help you to work out what care and support you and your carer might need. They may also arrange care and support for you, though this will often be provided by a different organisation. Home care workers and personal assistants can help you to stay independent for as long as possible and stay living in your own home if you want to. Services provided or arranged by the local authority might include help in and around the home, for example with shopping, cooking, cleaning or washing and dressing, equipment and adaptations to make life easier or make your home safer, for example a raised toilet seat, handrails or a carbon monoxide detector, help with meals at home, help with taking medication, arranging a place at a day centre or support group, Help with managing money and paying bills, dealing with paperwork and claiming benefits. Respite care, temporary care to allow regular carers to take a break. Intermediate care or reablement, support and services to help people to regain their ability to live independently at home after a hospital stay. Extra care housing, homes where care and support are available on site. Most information and advice from social services is free. It's also free to have your needs assessed. See how to access social care. When it comes to receiving care and support services at home, some people will get them for free, but others will need to pay. This will depend on the kind of support you need and your financial situation. If someone is caring for a person with dementia, they can have their own needs assessed too. See Support for Carers in Section 6. Charities and not-for-profit organisations. 
Charities and not-for-profit organisations can be a valuable source of local support, advice and information for you, as well as your carer or family. National organisations include Alzheimer's Society, Dementia UK, Age UK, Carers UK and Carers Trust. You can call their national helplines, visit their websites or drop into a local office if there is one for more information. Ask whether the following services are available locally and how to access them. Dementia advisors. Dementia support workers. Specialist dementia nurses. Dementia support groups. Dementia cafes. Day centres. Befriending. Singing groups. Advocacy services. Telephone helplines. Discussion forums. Information, online and in print, such as books and leaflets. For organisations and contact details, see Alzheimer's Society Services and Support in Section 8 and Other Useful Organisations in Section 9. Private Companies There are a wide range of private companies that provide care and support services at home, sometimes called domiciliary care, for people with dementia. You could pay for a home care worker or personal assistant using your personal budget or from your own money. For a list of registered agencies in your area, contact your local social services, the UK Home Care Association or visit the website of the relevant regulator. This would be the Care Quality Commission, CQC in England, the Care and Social Services Inspectorate in Wales, the CSSIW, or the Regulation and Quality Improvement Authority, the RQIA, in Northern Ireland. For contact details, see Other Useful Organisations, starting in Section 9. For more information, see Booklet 1503, Health and Social Care Professionals. When seeing a health or care professional. If you're unsure about who someone is or what their role is, ask them to explain it. Consider asking a friend or relative to be with you when you go to appointments. Think about what you want to discuss at the meeting before you go and write it down in case you forget. Write down anything important they tell you. You can also ask them to write to you with a summary of what you talked about and any actions agreed. Alzheimer's Society produces a booklet called My Visitor Book that can help you to keep track of the different professionals you might see. How to access social care Needs assessment or community care assessment if you think you need help and support from your local authority, the first step is to ask for a needs assessment, which used to be called a community care assessment. This looks at your physical, mental and emotional well-being. It aims to identify what your needs are, what is important to you and what types of care and support would help you. The assessment will involve a discussion between you, people involved in your care, such as family or friends, and someone from social services. You will probably also be asked to fill in a questionnaire. Social services can help you with this if you need it, or you could ask someone you trust to help. The assessment might cover living arrangements, what you are and aren't able to do for yourself, 
any worries you may have, and how you would like to be supported. Friends or family members can also give their thoughts. Social services may also ask your GP and other professionals for their opinions. To arrange an assessment, you can contact social services directly. Your GP, consultant or other professional involved in your care will also be able to refer you. The assessment and most information and advice from social services are free. Getting care and support. Once your needs have been assessed, if social services decide that you qualify for help, they will appoint someone to help you plan your care and support. This will usually be a social worker. They should work with you to agree how to meet your needs in a way that suits you best. They will then write something called a care and support plan with you and give you a copy. Social services might provide some of the services you need themselves or they might suggest private companies or charities that can help. Some people choose to arrange services for themselves, often with the help of a relative or friend. You may have to pay towards the cost of your care and support. This will depend on your financial situation, such as your income, savings and other assets. The value of your home won't normally be taken into account if you are living there. For more information, see Fact Sheets 418 Assessment for Care and Support in England, W418 Assessment for Care and Support in Wales, or NI418 Community Care Assessment for those in Northern Ireland. Personal budgets. If the local authority is paying for some or all of your care, they should talk to you about a personal budget. This is an amount of money allocated to you by the local authority to meet your care and support needs. Personal budgets are designed to give you control and choice over the care you receive. You can ask social services to manage your personal budget for you. This means you don't have to deal with the paperwork, but you should still have choice about how you want to be supported. Or you can choose to receive your personal budget as a direct payment. This means that you or a family member or friend is responsible for keeping records of how it's spent in line with your support plan. Social services can tell you of local organisations to support you to manage your direct payments. You can use the money in a range of ways, as long as they are set out in your care and support plan. This plan will identify things that matter to you and help you stay independent for as long as possible. It will have been agreed with your social worker. Everyone is different, but some people will choose to spend their money on a personal assistant or home carer. Others may spend it on a social activity, equipment to help them remain independent, or technology that allows them to stay in touch. However, it could be spent on other things as well. It depends what is agreed in your plan. Ask social services for help and information about personal budgets. They can tell you about local organisations that can help you understand how to use one. For more information, see Facts Sheet 532. Paying for care and support in England. W532, Paying for care and support in Wales. And 473, personal budgets. 
Services for younger people. If you have been diagnosed with dementia and are in your 40s, 50s or early 60s, you will have very different interests, care and support needs from someone diagnosed in their 80s or 90s. For example, you are more likely to be physically active and working or have a partner who is, have dependent children or possibly dependent parents and still have a mortgage. Your symptoms may also be different. Services for people with dementia have often been developed with older people in mind and in some cases they are only available to those over 65. Even where a service is open to younger people, the type of care and support provided may not always be appropriate or able to meet your needs. The number of activity groups and services suitable for younger people is still limited. You may have to travel to find something or to meet people with similar interests. Ask your memory clinic, consultant, GP or social services about activities, support and services for younger people with dementia. Contact Alzheimer's Society about putting you, your family or carers in contact with others in the local area or in similar circumstances. Alzheimer's Society's online discussion forum, Talking Point, includes a section for younger people with dementia and their carers. See Section 8 for more information on this. You might also find it helpful to contact, visit the websites of, or subscribe to newsletters from organisations that support people with a particular type of dementia. As a younger person, if you're eligible for funded social care, then you may find that a direct payment gives you the flexibility you need to make your own arrangements and pay for care. This can make it easier for you to get support that is right for you. For more information, see booklet 688, Young Onset Dementia, Understanding Your Diagnosis. Your next steps. Ask social services for a needs assessment. If you have a carer, they can also ask for a carer's assessment. Get in touch with Alzheimer's Society to find out about local services for you and your carer.